Isaiah chapter 62. These 12 verses, if we can have four of you, brothers and sisters, take three verses. Someone read one to three, then four to six, and so on. Four of you, please take three verses each. And if you can read Isaiah 62, three verses, each loudly and clearly and slowly. Let's hear the word of God. Praise God. Isaiah 62, verse 1. For Zion's sake I will not hold my peace, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not rest, until her righteousness goes forth as brightness, and her salvation as a lamp that burns. The Gentiles shall see your righteousness, and all kings your glory. You shall be called by a new name, which the mouth of the Lord will name. You shall also be a crown of glory in the hand of the Lord, and a royal diadem in the hand of your God. Verse 4, NIV version. No longer will they call you deserted or name your land desolate. But you will be called Hebzibah and your land Beulah. For the Lord will take delight in you and your land will be married. As a young man marries a young woman, so will your builder marry you. As a bridegroom rejoices over his bride, so will your God rejoice over you. I have posted watchmen on your walls, Jerusalem. They will never be silent day or night. You who call on the Lord, give yourselves no rest. And New King Jim Version, verse 7. And give him no rest till he establishes, until he makes Jerusalem a praise in the earth. The Lord has thrown by his right hand and by the arm of his strength. Surely I will no longer give your grain as food for your enemies, and the sons of the foreigner shall not drink your new wine, for which you have labored, but those who have gathered it shall eat it and praise the Lord. Those who have brought it together shall drink it in my holy courts. Go through, go through the gates, prepare the way for the people, build up, build up the highway, take out the stones. Lift up a banner for the people. Indeed, the Lord has proclaimed to the end of the world. Say to the daughter of Zion, surely your salvation is coming. Behold, his reward is with you and his work before him. And they shall call them the holy people, the redeemed of the Lord. And you shall be sought out 
a city not forsaken. Hallelujah. What a glorious word from God, chapter 62 of Isaiah. Detailing how God has said enough. Hallelujah. God has said, enough of the grain of my people being stolen, being taken away from them, leaving them to famish. Enough of the invasion. What happens here is, Isaiah is prophesying. A great deal of the book has to do with the payment that Israel received, Judah, or will receive for their unfaithfulness to God. But we must remember there are people like Daniel, Ezekiel, who also suffered when their rebels were taken captive. They were displaced, taken from their homeland and their relatives. God is speaking not only to the class of people that have incurred his punishment and judgment, and now God is a God of mercy, and he says, I've seen the suffering. You did your time. I'm going to act now to bring you back. And there's another class of people. God says, I've seen your suffering. You deserved no time, but you took it anyway. Like the Lord Jesus, it was for a greater purpose. Hallelujah. What a place. As the brother prayed about Joseph being in the prison at the set time. There was a calendar in heaven that said, Joseph must go to prison for so many years, not because he did wrong, but because he did right. And God is going to vindicate him and bring him out with much more than he ever could have dreamed had he never gone to prison. But the careful qualification we must make is people that go to prison don't automatically come out better than they went in. But the righteous will always come out better than they went in. Why? Because God has a purpose for the suffering far more than we can actually understand. Can you recall a time when you went through affliction? Maybe now? Maybe recently? Maybe last year? There was a valley that was so dark you thought you were going to drown in the slime pit. That's how heavy it was. You didn't know how you can come up out of it. God saw you. He loved you. And he had his hand on the button to say, it's over. Hallelujah. I'm bringing my child out. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. Only God can feel us. Our burdens, 
feel for us and feel through us because the Bible says he's able to sympathize with us in all of our weaknesses. There's a class of people in Zion that have reaped the judgment and God says, I forgive. It hurts me to see my child suffer even though he did wrong. Ephraim, my son, how shall I give you up? I can't. My bowels are turning within me. That is the seed of my compassion, my very heart, my insides are moved. I can't see my child suffer anymore. Even though this child Ephraim has been stubborn. But within Ephraim, there was a Daniel and an Ezekiel and a Jeremiah and an Isaiah and a Baruch and so many others. Hezekiah. They did no wrong to deserve the affliction that came from the devil. Job did no wrong. But God says, Zion, come forth. I will act on behalf of Zion. And the desolate shall no more be desolate. The land will be married. No more called forsaken, but delightful. Can you see the believer in this chapter 62 of Isaiah? Can you see yourself in it? Every word of God is pure. Oh, that God would give us eyesolve, as he says in Revelation, a special ointment from heaven, like no ointment on earth. To all of a sudden give the alertness and opening of the blind eyes to see spiritual things. First Corinthians 2 says, The things of God are spiritually discerned. The natural man cannot receive them. They can't know them. Only those who have entered into another realm, a glory realm, can see the things of God. And the same chapter says, quoting Isaiah also, I have not seen, nor has ear heard, nor has it entered into the heart of man. And Isaiah says, but only God knows. First Corinthians 2, it says, but the spiritual man knows what God has prepared those that love him. I want to live in the glory realm. Don't you? I want to know more, more about what God has given me. The keys to the kingdom. Hallelujah. To live above hopelessness and to live rejoicing in God my Savior. There is an end in sight. Hallelujah. And the end is glorious. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. There are people on the morning call, many of you who are getting persecuted for finally standing up for once in your life for righteousness. For standing up again and again for God's ways. And you're getting persecution, affliction, torment. God says, I'm going to rise up. He says, I want to tell you, you don't rest crying out to me. Don't rest. 
don't give me rest. How beautiful is our God? Who would ever say that? Don't let me rest until I do what I told you I'll do. You are co-heir with my son, the Lord Jesus Christ. You are called to be a co-laborer, a soldier, to fight for Zion, to bring the victory down from heaven. Because God says, don't give me any rest until it happens. Hallelujah, which means it will surely happen as long as we are on the same page with God. When God says it will happen, we say, yes, Lord. When God says, don't give me rest, we say, no, Lord, I'm not going to give you rest. I'm going to continue to cry unto God, my Savior, to intervene and come through. Same time, God says, you don't rest. Say, no, Lord, I'm not going to rest. As the sister prayed, we will intercede for one another. You know why? Do you know that each and every one of you, as I mentioned recently, though we may not be Jewish by blood, not that I know of anyway, but we are true Jews according to the definition the Apostle gives by the Spirit of God. Because inwardly we worship the living God. And that means we are all members of Zion. Each of us has the stamp and citizenship papers from God saying, your ID card says, you belong to Zion. You are Zion. Everything that God says to Zion, spiritually, is our inheritance. Can we read with the ointment from heaven see crystal clear vision that every word God says I will not be forsaken I will not be desolate no more barrenness we may rightfully say Lord there's been a dearth and a barrenness for a long time I've known you Lord but the production has been thorns and thistles what's going on oh God I'm coming to every word you've spoken I'm married to my God hallelujah I'm called delighted to my God. Yes, Lord. Why? Because the blood of Jesus has transcended. We have a relationship with God. God is bringing victory to Zion. He's bringing rejoicing back to Zion. Glory be to God. Through faith, we can say, my God has surely given me the victory. No matter what giants are standing in my way, Every one of us are facing giants. There's not one without it. We have to say, through God I can take them. I'm frail. I can not even stand up. The Bible says, a worm, Jacob? Have you ever seen a worm stand up? And walk? We're a worm. We're worms and less than worms. Less than a worm. And it is such frail creatures as you and I. God says, I'll give you such sharp teeth. Fresh mountains. With all of the sayings of God. Saying, be bold. Be strong, for the Lord your God is with you. 
there's a continual element of meekness, utter dependence upon God. The moment self-confidence comes in, defeat is imminent. The moment we remind ourselves God confidence and depend upon my Lord Jesus, every breath I have, every victory, every challenge I face, my God will see me through. And even when God says, my child, I will make your teeth to thresh the very mountains. I will give you sharp instruments. I will make you to overcome I will strengthen you. Yea, I will uphold you with the right hand of my righteousness. There is a dependence upon God and a humility that is growing which will assure us of no more backsliding. Hallelujah. No more withdrawing from God's presence. Ever. We are called delightful and married to God for eternity. Glory be to Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Will someone read it now, the entire Isaiah 62? Slowly. Though someone who hasn't read, let's hear one well, last time. One last time. Isaiah 62, 1 to 12. Someone please read it. chapter, Pastor? Yes, same chapter. Okay. For Zion's sake, I will not hold my peace, and for Jerusalem's sake, I will not rest, until her righteousness goes forth as brightness, and her salvation as a lamp that burns. The Gentiles shall see your righteousness and all kings your glory you should be called you shall be called by a new name which the mouth of the Lord will name you shall also be a crown of glory in the hand of the Lord and a world diadem in the hand of your God you shall no longer be termed forsaken, nor shall your land any more be termed desolate, but you shall be called Ezeba and your land Beulah. For the Lord delights in you, and your land shall be married, for as a young man marries a virgin, so shall your sons marry you, and as the bridegroom rejoices over the bride, so shall your God rejoice over you. I have set watchmen on your walls, O Jerusalem. They shall never hold their peace day or night. You who make mention of the Lord, do not keep silent and give him no rest till he establishes until he makes Jerusalem a praise in the earth. The Lord has sworn by his right hand and by the arm of his strength 
Surely I will no longer give your grain as food for your enemies, and the sons of the foreigners shall not drink your new wine, for which you have labored, but those you have gathered it shall eat it. And praise the Lord, those who have brought it together shall drink it in my holy courts. Go through, go through the gates, prepare the way for the people, build up, build up the highway, take out the stones, lift up a banner for the peoples. Indeed, the Lord has proclaimed to the end of the world, say to the daughter of Zion, Surely your salvation is coming. Behold, his reward is with him, and his work before him. And they shall call them the holy people, the redeemed of the Lord. And you shall be called, sought out a city not forsaken. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. What a beautiful, wonderful word, a revelation from God, to strengthen and nourish us, to help us. The people were afflicted, but God came with a word. He said, no more, no more. I'm going to change everything. The very substance that was taken from you, stolen from you. God says, I will restore and you will be able to enjoy it in my presence. In the courts of the Lord. Hallelujah. When we eat our food, the Bible says in the book of Acts that they ate their food with gladness. Praising God, fearing Him, praying, breaking bread with one another. With gladness. Where? In the presence of the Lord. I wonder what would happen if every time we eat a meal or a snack, we would be aware that we are Zion. We are eating in the presence of the Lord. So many things to grow up into. God has for us. And the reward, he says, is with me. On judgment day, for certain, Jesus said, I'm coming soon. I'm coming quickly. Surely, I come quickly. And my reward is with me. To give to, to, give to every man according as he has done. Every person. And here in Isaiah, he says, my reward is with me. I'm coming. But you see, the reward of blessing. He says, I'm giving you a new name. In Isaiah. A new name. And he also says, similar thing. In Revelation. He says, I'm giving a stone. I'm giving a stone to the people who are overcomers who will end up in Zion. Zion ending up in Zion. The people of God ending up in the habitation of God. He says, I'm going to give a name that no one will know except that person to whom I give it. Something new glorious God is doing. He is giving us insight into our inheritance more this morning. I am 
Zion, I belong to Zion. God is the God of Zion, therefore, I'm a citizen of Zion. He says, you've felt forsaken. You have felt desolate. You have been forsaken because of your sins. You have been desolate. You have been punished along with the rebels even though you did no wrong. Our God who's not only faithful to reward those who are righteous, but faithful to forgive the penitent. His love is beyond any love we can ever experience. Hallelujah. Oh, what wondrous love. Such love. And God is giving us the assurance that He has set up watchmen. And who are they? You and I. Watchmen. Doing what? Saying, clear everything out of the way. Prepare ye the way of the Lord. Hallelujah. God is coming with His reward for His people. We can forge through any trial through the promise of the Almighty God and what a promise He's given here. Such detail. He said, I'll do this, I'll do that for you. You're going to be rejoicing and shouting. You're going to be filled with dazzling colors of glory, my glory, and you will be a diadem, a crown in my hands. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Whatever God is speaking to you through this this morning, embrace it wholeheartedly, and then revisit this chapter, so short, only 12 verses, and say, Lord, every word is for me. That's the truth. There's not one of us that this word does not apply to. It is not generic, it is specific, but it's for the whole body of Christ. We have hope, we have assurance that God will do what He said. He will bring us out with flying colors, with His glory colors, because we have learned to not just tap in and tap out, the heavenly abode and realm, but to consistently remain in the glory realm. I want the glory cloud over me everywhere I go. God says you can have it if you believe it and receive it. Hallelujah. Oh, there's a blood that's a cleansing flood, Emmanuel's blood, to cleanse even the vilest sinner. Even the rebel in God's camp, the hypocrite, God can cleanse that one. Make us to be white as snow. And for the righteous, God says, I will sustain you. And your righteousness will continue as the noonday, forever and ever, as the stars of heaven. Have you ever been to a planetarium? Surely we've seen the shows on space in astronomy God says you are my star more glorious than the brightest physical star I've ever made 
Hallelujah. Why? Because the glory light comes from Jesus himself. He shines upon us. And we absorb that light. And we live in that light. The spiritual person receives the spiritually discerned things of God. And we rejoice in God. Hallelujah. Every word. Line upon line. Precept upon precept. Every promise is mine. Glory be to God. Shall we pray? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, for the heavy heart, Lord, you have a garment of praise. Even through the tears, my God, rain it. You will come. God's power will be seen. In the mountain of the Lord it shall be seen. The provision of the Lord. The power of the Lord presence of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. This morning, we have touched heaven and heaven has touched us. Now we need to keep in contact with heaven continually, as many of us are doing through prayer, through worship, through fasting, however the Lord is leading. The greatest thing in life is to know him, to do his will. Thank you, Jesus. The greatest experience in life is to come before our Lord and Savior and kneel before Him, bow before Him with our faces to the ground, and say, Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You are mine. I am yours. I am my beloved, and my beloved is mine. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for meeting every one of our needs. Oh, Lord, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we belong to Zion. And our family, Lord, members must become citizens of Zion with us. We ask you, Lord, touch everyone, Lord. Lift the alienation off. In Jesus' name, draw souls as you promised. Increase your kingdom exponentially, Lord. Even in our midst, even through our families. Hallelujah. Till all come to be. Members of the family of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. And lift every burden, I pray. Every burden, oh God, only you can do it. And I thank you for doing it, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. The riches of your grace we need this morning. We thank you for showering it upon us. Every one of us, Lord, I thank you. I thank you, Lord, for the healing manna. The word that heals. He sent his word and it healed them. He healed them. Thank you, Jesus. Glad tidings you bring. Lord, bind up the brokenhearted. Every heart that's broken, you've given us a charge to bind it up in your love. The healing balm of Gilead. Lord, because you are doing it through us. Thank you for your word. I praise you and thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for the family of God. I pray that every one of us will have victory. More victory, more victory, more victory in Jesus. Praise be to your holy name. In Jesus' name, I thank you, Father. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Glory be to God.